Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Hello! <laughs> What's up? Lee Michael Kimbrell coming at you. How you doing, nasty boys and girls out there across the whole wide world? Yeah. Oh, they're good. Raucous applause. They're cheering for the sunshine. Hell yeah. Sunshine, melted snow, and no more ice. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was such a beautiful thing to see it all. All that white just go away. Oh, just turn into puddles and then just ruin everybody's shoes. Uh, yeah, dude, I will, I will take a ruined shoe. I've been wearing my shit kickers around like crazy. Just a pair of these old Reebok classics that literally like don't even have any foam in the soles. <laughs> Just soak it up, baby. No soul, baby. Oh man, it's a it's so crazy what a little bit of sunlight and blue skies will do for you. Wait, so you're walking around with branded sponges on your feet. Yeah. <laughs> that's tight. Yeah, that's right. That's awesome. Yeah, they're excellent. Sorry not if I a, sn- not a lot of walking. My I buggered up my knee again yeah it's neither here nor there what did you sneeze i sneezed no i i bent down too aggressively to pet a cat (laughs) (laughs) straight up that's what happened and uh yeah my meniscus is all wonky but you know what who cares got a new brace there you go do you know what that kinesiology tape is yeah it's Like, like you see it on people like athletes wear it and stuff yeah it's like the one strip i always thought it was complete hocus pocus it's the shit. Really? I've been rocking the KT tape. It's all it's it's base it just uses like the leverage of your own skin and the movement of like your flesh to it kind of like acts as a brace. Huh. It's tight, so you like stick it and then pull it and then put it down, and then the remaining you won't pull it, you'll just like stick it to your skin. So it's kind of got like a there's like some force behind it. Interesting. Yeah, I always thought it was just like fool's gold, like the fucking those bra- those bracelets and necklaces then shit that we wore yeah, yeah, in high yeah. school. Yeah. Like, you, what were those called again? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Peltons. Talk- yeah, because I had, I had a red bracelet. You uh, sent bracelet. me one the other day on Instagram. I did, about the early 2000, the late 2000s you baseball were like, look. You were like, no, it's got iron in it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll definitely balance you out, bro. There's vitamins in this necklace. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work, but the KT tape does work, man. That's fucking awesome. Have you been able to take in the sun or anything lately? I have. I'm going to apologize now because I am stuffed up. I sound even more Jewish today. Very Jewish. With my sinuses. Oy. Oy, man. That's how I feel. Billy the Jew. (laughs) Billy the Jew and Stinky Foot in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call you Stinky Foot from now on. Because of my shoes? (laughs) Because of your your sponges. My my little, my, my constantly wet toes. Yeah. 
I, I yeah, I've got to soak it up. I went out outside for on the porch for a second. I was like, ooh, this is perfect stogie bourbon weather. Yes, it is. And then it rained, and I was like, it is not perfect stogie bourbon weather. It's perfect bourbon weather. It is perfect bourbon weather. And you know what? Any weather is bourbon weather. Yeah, if like, it's hot, just throw some rocks in there. Yeah, throw a few rocks, get a little spritz in there, get you some like not top tier burbs. Yeah. You know? You know what I had uh, on Sunday at Mecca that was delicious? They had hot cider, mixed it with honey jack. Into it. So good. I'll drink that. It was delicious. Yeah, I'm not like a huge Jack Daniels guy, but the like any honey is the shit. I've been yes. drinking a lot of hot toddies. Yeah. And honey, honey is a king. Yeah. Hot toddies that used to just cure your cold. Yeah, man. It was true. It was medicinal for a long time. Just like heroin. Yeah, and cocaine. And cocaine. My grandfather was an ENT, ear, nose, throat. Yeah. And he would get like giant mason jars of just uncut powder cocaine. And he used it as a general anesthetic to like numb people up, to put tubes in their ears or take their tonsils out or something. Huh. You just sprinkle a little coke on it, goes numb, cut, cut, cut. Wow. Yeah, it's true. And then someone turned it into a fun time drug. Well, it was always a fun time drug. <laughs> they just switched the purposes on it. Oh, man, I know. It's true. It's just beautiful. Yeah, I went on that Buffalo Trace bourbon thing. Yeah? And it was uh, one of six distilleries that never has never shut down since it opened, even during Prohibition. Still rock it. They still rocked it out for that medicinal whiskey. Huh. Yeah, they were like a medicinal hub. They, they had... You know, thumbs up from the government to keep turning out booze so people <laughs> wow. get over their colds. And I swear to God, it does help your cold. Oh, I believe like if it. If you have cold symptoms, if you're sinusy or if you've got like a sore, th whatever it is, hot toddy, man. Hot water, bourbon, lemon, honey, little cinnamon. There it is. Clears you right up and you get a buzz. So you're like, I, I already feel better. Yeah absolutely it could just be like a placebo thing yeah man. because you're half in the bag or whatever medicine the the best medicine is what it gets you fucked up oh yeah like like what is it robo tripping on nyquil and stuff yeah did that in college who did who hasn't night who hasn't robo tripped is the better question robitussin jesus christ man so speaking of stinky shoes you know you've ruined your reeboks yeah I wonder if there's a place where you could get some new fresh kicks for spring and summer. Oh, there's got to be, man. There has to be. I think that there's even a place that sponsors our podcast. Shut the shut the fuck up, really? I, I know, man. You've heard of the regular site. eBay? Yeah, eBay's huge. It's been a part of our life forever. For a long time. But now we got the eBay sneakers, baby. You've, uh, they've got rare dead stock to the latest releases, and you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop their pair that you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authentic authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you, so you can shop confidently knowing that your pair is the real deal. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers 100 bucks or more, making it free for you to sell or flip your collection. Yeah. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for, I don't know, more sneakers. What? 
Check it out. eBay.com slash sneakers today. eBay.com slash sneakers. Damn, what a deal. What a read. And if you happen to go and use eBay.com backslash sneak sneaks, <laughs> sneakers. Sorry, I got to say it right instead of just <laughs> mocking it. Sneakity sneaks. Sneakity sneaks sneaks. Um, you can win a p- custom pair of Air Force Ones. Boom. So just send it over to us. Either hit us on the gram, hit us at our email, thenewnastyboys at gmail.com, or you can just tell us to go fuck off. Yeah. Either one, I'm fine with. But by telling us to fuck off, you are taking yourself out of the running for a brand new custom pair of Air Force Ones. Once. I know, they really fucked up. And guess what? If, if, uh, if we win this contest or whatever, we get a custom pair, and we can just have the new Nasty Boys Air Force One fucking custom sneak sneaks. That would be so cool. That'd be dope. I wouldn't even wear those. No, I would frame them, or I would just have like our dad sign them, Joseph Daniel Votto. Yeah, get JDV to sign it. Fuck. Love that. What are the odds that I could get Joseph Daniel Votto to sign a custom pair of Air Force Ones? Well, there's a lot at play there. You got to, you know, we need the Air Force Ones. Once you secure the custom Air Force Ones, I think the odds are pretty good that you could get JDV to sign them. That's pretty, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I w- do you think there's a place that I could go and put that future bet? Like, you know, if there's like a place where it's like, oh, futures and like. That's an incredibly in-depth niche <laughs> prop bet. Yeah. But. I do know of a place where you can go and do things like that. And you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they got that into it. I wouldn't be either, and I think I know who it is. You do? I think it's Bet Online. It is. It girl. is for sure Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet uh, on all your sports teams. Sorry, I'm writing down the mark here. Got it. Okay, I'm going to start that over right now. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time, updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best place to bet your bets, place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50%. Welcome bonus on your first deposit. Yeah. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I fucked that one up because I was doing too many things at once. You're fine. And then you want to harmonize on the count of three real quick? I do. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Armchair. That was good. That was, that was beautiful. I man. was totally fucking into that. Speaking of being into things, you are on a thing now. Yeah, I'm currently wearing it. Yeah, it's the it's pretty fucking bizarre. If you listen to the pod, then you probably follow Billy as well, and you you might be aware of it. But if you're not, Bill, tell the tell the people about your newfound fame. Long story short, I now have my own dish at Camp Washington Chili. The man made it, dude. Oh no, there it is. There, there it is. is. You got to hold it down. The man made it. I Say made it again. It. You have your what? My own menu item, secret menu item at Camp Washington Chili called the Billy Special. Ooh, it's horny. It's chili, got a and a bunch of eggs. Oh fuck yeah, dude! You did it. I did it. The I, Cincinnati kid, man. I've, he made it. He's a. He's a. He's like. <laughs> It's so fucking funny to me. I just can't think of anything more on brand for anyone. <laughs> I, I, I really can't. Dude, I went locally viral. Yeah, he did. He's he's since he famous, dude. So here's the story. I got fucking <laughs> shit wrecked Friday. And then I'm so unbelievably hungover. And I look at Sweet Cheeks and I'm like, she's like, I'm like, I'm hungry. She's like, me too. What are you horny for? And I'm like, chili. She's like, Camp Washington. I was like, yes. Boom. 
yes please so we go over there and on the way over i look at her i go you know how I've, they've got the the 513 way with Geta and chili and cheese and she's like yeah i'm like well here's what i'm doing i'm gonna do my four-way with the Geta plank i'm adding two eggs to it and we're gonna see what happens she goes okay we get there sit down and i order i'm like can i get a four-way onions cheese on the side with two eggs over easy with a with an order of getta and our server's like yeah sure whatever and <laughs> not even thinking about it or registering why Brings, would she right i guess that's a normal thing it's, it seems normal enough because it just it just seems like you wanted two eggs on the side with a regular four-way cheese on the side. Maybe you like to disperse the cheese your special way. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, fuck it. I'm throwing a side again. And never would it cross her mind that this, that this order is about to start a revolution. <laughs> a chili revolution. And a coney on the side. And oh. a coney on the side. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. You got to get the coney side cart, dog. You always have to do that. The coney side cart. It's All right. So walk us through the construction. Okay, so she drops it all off, and she looks at me like I've got uh, four eyes in my forehead, puts it down, and I... So it's got the, the chill, the fucking spaghetti, the chili, the onions. I pick up the getta plank, I slide it on, and then I put on the two eggs, over easy on top, then the, ch- then the cheese making this mountain, and then just go in for that first bite, and oh boy. And then the rest is history, man. You're you're asking, you're on a fucking t-shirt, dude. Dude, it it was so good. Cincy shirts, father of the pod, one of them. One of one of the daddies. Here's the cra- dude. The craziest thing is like I was I came back home and I was like I gotta, and I'm like I gotta take a dump. And while I'm pooping, I upload this video on the every on the Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. And then I let it slide for a little bit. And then I look at my phone and we're driving somewhere and it's been like an hour. And I look down. I'm like. Oh my god. She was like, "What?" I'm like, "Babe, I've got 1500 views on Facebook. It's only been an hour." She's like, "What?" And it just keeps growing and getting shared and shared and people are like, "This guy's the Cincinnati Ron Swanson." I'm yeah, like, "And it's just like complete just randos from Hamilton who are picking up on this." Right. This has gone past this has exited like your sphere of the social media algorithm. This has made its way out to the to the regulars. To everybody. It's fucking just exploded. And like I didn't expect it. I always just thought it was gonna be a fucking goof. I didn't fucking think it was gonna be what it is. No fucking clue. Like, you always dream. You're always like, man, that'd be so cool. Like I've always said I want my fucking I want a sandwich named after me. Yeah. But the dream has always been to have my own fucking chili dish named after me. And you fucking realized that dream. And I fucking did it without even like batting an eye. Like I put it on Instagram and everything and like and then Camp Washington commented on it. And I was like, hey, man, maybe we could, like, you let's know, do something. let's put it on the menu. And they're like, yeah, maybe. Ha, ha, ha. And then I have my work meeting on Monday. And the boss man's like, let's whip up a shirt. And I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's see what happens. Which one? Darren or Darren. Josh? Darren's like, let's whip up a shirt. Let's see what happens. I'm like, all right. Seriously? And he's like, yeah, what do we have to lose? I'm like, nothing. So I'm like, let me slide in their DMs and see what we can do. Knowing that Chili Day's on Thursday. Oh, National Chili Day. There you go. It was almost like it just came together perfectly. Yeah, that's very serendipitous. Now, there's one part I did forget about this whole thing that's very important. I'm standing up to leave. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and the shade, the, the lampshades are a little low. It's like an old school kind of diner feel. Very old school diner feel. And I go to put on my coat, and once I put it on and I slide my, co- my <laughs> arm up, I fucking straight up punched out the light bulb. <laughs> just... Just fucking Mario punching a block. Gave it the old Thomas Edison hook. <laughs> the big fucking left up hook. The like, Tommy Ed the Tommy Ed uppercut. Oh, that's a good call right there. You just fucking smacked it. The Hibuken. The Ryu Hibuken so for your street it, so fighter did it like, fans. So did it like shower glass on the table? Uh no, it fell to the floor. Oh, you like punched the at the light bulb came out. It straight up unshattered, unshattered fell. So it like when I punched it, it like somehow twisted, fell, and then just broke. And I like into like a bunch of pieces. It mostly stayed intact. There was like ten little shards. And then I went to pick it up, and like there's this little ring thing that's in there to make the light. And I just picked it up, and I went, "Oh no, that's hot!" Yeah, (laughs) yeah, right. (laughs) And put it on the table, and the server went to grab grab it. I'm like, "I'm so sorry." Um. That's really hot. Don't touch that. And she's yeah. like, okay. And then she picked it up and she went, oh, that's really hot. And then put it right back <laughs> right. down. I'm like, yeah, I told you it's hot. That's how it goes. That's it. So after slide into the DMs and everything, they're they're cool. And uh, and the guy who runs the social was like, what's your phone number? And I was like, here it is. He's like, I'm going to give you a call. Gives me a call. So the guy who ran the social was there? No, he wasn't. The owner was there, Maria, but... And she's such a sweetheart. She fucking rules. She was like busy running around. And I'm like, I we like I know her because we've worked with Camp Washington in the past. Yeah. Because that's when I went and I ate the chili pancake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I ate like 12 cheese conies in a video we made with them. I remember that. And she was just like, she's also a lawyer. She was staring at me. She's like, please don't choke. Yeah. All I'm asking is that you don't choke. Right. I'm like, and there's one part where I almost like choked and my eyes got huge. And she was like, gave me the stink eye, and then I just chugged my water, and I was like, oh, okay, we're good, we're good, I, I can made breathe. it, I, we're good. And um, so fucking, so the guy calls me, he goes, hey, I run a, a, a like an Instagram that's like a photo Instagram of Cincinnati, five one three underscore Cincy or whatever. Yeah, I follow that. Yeah, he's like, I've been following you. I think you're hilarious. I've seen you at Copenhagen a couple times. Uh, I talked to the the owner. At uh, Camp Washington, she's down. They can't run like a full special, but they can put you on like the button in the system to actually have you ring up as the Billy special. So it would come out on the receipt. Yeah, you know, when you as the Billy. Correct. That's so wild. It's so fucking cool. And uh, he's like, and then the, and then also, um, can you get shirts printed up for the staff? They're gonna wear them all for National Chili Day. That's so wild. I was like, mm-hmm. I yeah, can do that. I can do that. I'm the t-shirt czar of Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm the fucking t-shirt baron. I'm going to make it happen. Well, it- So I walk in there today to go get it for National Chili Day. And you bet your ass, everyone's wearing the shirt. I go and sit down. I meet with Darren. And the server comes over and she goes, hmm, why does your face look so familiar? And I was like, maybe it's because it's on your chest. And then she was, we just had a you know, big old fun laugh. Damn, Bill. That's so great. It was awesome man well it, it i don't know like i said super on brand couldn't have happened to just it happened to the right guy i appreciate it that. happened to the right guy like you i don't know well you've also you also have just like set yourself up in a way that it was feasible to happen right you know of course like it was something you know like this isn't the first food related shirt i've put out no no the chili billy the chili billy the classic the og yeah 
and like we've gotten to the point where like i had someone it was molly stevens comment and said am i gonna have a i've had and allison comment like am i gonna have a full chili billy wardrobe now? yeah you could like yeah of course let's let's make let's make joggers let's make sweat like fucking you know uh when is, uh i forget what that process is called where my it's my face at cheese conies all over sweatpants let's fucking let's go all the fucking way in brand yourself dude yeah the chili billy the chili king chili billy <laughs> the four-way champ chili king we could have a we could have a food off between uh the chili billy of cincinnati and the patty daddy of cincinnati josh o'neill oh he's no longer the patty daddy of cincinnati he lives in chicago yeah that's he, true as soon as you leave this area code yeah you're you lose the crown you hear that o'neill you hear that, you fucking tall, weird Garfield guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you think you're going viral with your Garfield jacket and motorcycle? Do you have an item on a fucking chili parlor menu named after you? No, dude. You got merch for Garfield? No! No, I'm sure you don't, because that would be a copyright infringement yeah. of some sort. Hey, Josh, cease and desist the patty daddy, huh? Yeah, there you go. Boom! It's, he's not listening. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. But All the more reason to talk shit about him. The most <laughs> that weird, long-faced fuck. Chili Billy. Dude, it's fucking bonkers. And here's, okay, I've had one issue with this whole thing. And the one issue is this one fucking turd keeps trolling the Cincy Shirts Twitter, Instagram, and then found my personal Facebook <laughs> no. and commented and said, hey, uh, Delhi Chili did this first. It's called the Hogway. I looked it up. Dude, I fucking looked it up. The Hogway. Yeah, great name. Don't get me wrong. But I looked it up, and first off, first off, the place closed in 2018. Yeah, see you later. The guy died. Yeah, you didn't even make it past the pandy. Here's my thing. The guy who owns that fucking chili parlor is dead, and they closed it. I wonder why. Yeah. He invented the Hogway. He invented the Hogway. The difference between my thing that I made, which is specifically... Spaghetti, chili, onions, gata, two over easy eggs, cheese. The difference is the hogway is a choice of bacon, sausage, gata with hash browns, chili, cheese, fully, spaghetti. Fully different. Very different. It's Mine just is like specific. a breakfast, breakfast spaghetti, which in itself is so fucking weird. Right. It is weird, but it's also delicious. But, like, here's the thing. Like, there are options. You can create... There's many different ways to do it. It's not specifically one thing. Where my thing is specifically one thing. Spaghetti, chili, onions, getta, eggs, cheese. Over easy. The belly. The right. billy belly. The billy belly. Get you a billy belly. Get you a billy belly spash bash. And that's my thing, dude. Like, don't You said come... you got lunch there today? I did. Now, my thing is, is like, this guy went after me and I hit the comment. Then someone else commented and said, Delhi Chili, RIP, they did it first. I'm like, cool. Guess what? If people kept going and they, like, kept it open, maybe more people would know about it and I would have known about it. Right. You think, I know yeah, my, you would have known. I'm, my, I'm a chili guy. I'm through and through Cincy Chili. Don't come at me. Because you're fucking like, well, they did it first. Cool. Just because they did it first doesn't make it better. Dude, you got to ignore the chili trolls, man. I know. And I didn't think there would actually be some fucking chili trolls. You got to ignore the chili troll, dude. They, 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 this is what they want. I know. If they found your personal Facebook, they might be. They might have even found this podcast. And if you're listening, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself so fuck hard. Fuck off. 
And here's the thing. We are now up to, I'm going to guess, 7,800 views now on Facebook. How fucking bonkers is that? Climbing and climbing. Like, if I get to 10,000 views on my Facebook just for one of the dumbest things, it's not, well, pretty dumb. Dumbest things I've done, we're at 7.4 still. 7.4K. That's just crazy. Yeah. I, I, I'm Also shows you how, you know, I also I was on the news today. For what? Fox 19 popped in to like, because it's National Chili Day to see what was going on at Camp Washington Chili. And the staff's wearing my shirt, and they asked them all about it. There you go. So I was on the news. Took them that long. And it just shows you, I don't know, like, no matter what happens, no ma- you know, no matter what happens, just keep your eyes out because you might just be in the right place at the right time for a reason. Because yeah. you were supposed to come down to Nashville. Right. And it ended up not working out, and... The chili billy fucking sensation is what came of it. Meanwhile, I ended up still going to Nashville. And instead of doing two 15-minute sets, I did one 10-minute set. That sucks. It was... it, Dude, so we were supposed to do a show Friday and Saturday. Billy yeah. was going to do guest spots to get in front of the booker, meet that booker. Which is a good thing. You do that in comedy. Sometimes you just have to go and work for free and sleep on the floor to try to get into a club. So Bill was going to do that. Sleep on the floor. I had my air mattress packed. Okay, there you go. Not a rookie Still over here. Still technically a floor. But it's above floor with air. Eventually, when you sleep on it after six to eight hours, you become the floor. Right. And then it's just... You end up on the floor. And you know what the best part is? You sleep in the middle. I'm the hot dog. The sides the buns. We're bringing it back to We're Coney's. We're bringing it all back. So the first night, show up to the club... Really small room, not many people there, probably 20 people there, but 15 of those 20 were one bachelorette party from Florida. And you just wouldn't believe how it was, you you know, there was really no doing comedy. You were just up there interacting with these people, which could be fun. Sometimes there's a line to walk where that is fun. They just did. They were too drunk and wanted the night to be about them so that line was crossed right it was an, a full-blown annoyance Ugh. and what sucked is it's like you the lines that you would get the lines that you would do like in a normal big room to roast those people yeah where the rest of the room would laugh at them yeah Mm-mm. you could do those lines but the rest of the room's laughter was like five people yeah, you're losing the battle so of numbers. It, so the bat, so that first show on Friday was pretty brutal. Always fun to get up, but still pretty brutal. Right. The show on Saturday. Oh boy. Show up to the club. Yeah. Soon as I walk in, sounds like seems like there's like a fight in the bathroom. Yeah. You can hear a bunch of commotion going on in the bathroom. The staff is running around all bug-eyed, kind of freaking out. I hear the, you know, I hear the sentence, should we call 911? Do we call 911? And I'm like, wow, you know, some shit's going down in there. I'm just going to mosey on over to the corner. Mm -hmm. We come to find out, dude, a woman died in the bathroom. (laughs) Oh, my God. Ten minutes before the show. Do you know how? Why? She was sitting at her table. She got sick at the table, went to the bathroom. I mean, heart attack is as far as we could tell. Holy shit. I don't know exactly what happened, but it was so... It, dude, it was just so fucking... Sick. <laughs> dark and sick 
and surreal. And then, but just to show you how twisted comedians are in their brain, we were all just funk you know actively thinking that the show was gonna go on of course when you can't no it's now a crime scene yeah it's a crime scene so the forensics and everything they had to come down and shut it down and everything it was a fucking trip and we didn't get to do the show but technically you guys killed i killed (laughs) fucking murdered you murdered yeah but there's no alibi but you murdered yeah Uh, well i mean my alibi is that i was i was you know I guess technically I don't have an alibi. No. I was in the comedy club. The woman died. I, I could be a suspect. You could, but you also can't be her cholesterol count. No. <laughs> no. No, that one wins. And it's just such a, I don't know. It was like very, would you agree that like right now is kind of the most surreal point of the last year? I agree with you wholeheartedly because there's days where I feel like, hey, it's normal. Like, we can go out to bars and sit inside with our friends, but then, like, you look up and you're like, oh, I'm 50 feet from the next stranger, I can't go hug them, like, it's still sketch. It's like the dazed effect, it's like, we're all, you know, we're slowly opening back up and kind of, like you said, a a, a little bit of a return to normalcy, but then we're just kind of left in the stays, like, what happened? Right. What happened this last year? No clue. Like, we're just now starting to process it as we enter back into the world. It's just a very surreal place, like, place to be in. Sure. I think everybody feels like that. We all kind of just feel like we're waking up from this weird dream that was our life every day for a year. Mm-hmm. So that when, you know, the, the, the booker comes out and she's like, yeah, I'm sorry, that that woman has passed away. Like, we can't do the show. It was obviously very strange, but like it was not like it would have been a year ago. We're kind of calloused over. We're kind of just like, oh, there's a dead person 15 feet away on the other side of that wall. Oh, cool. Word. Got it. We've all just been forced to like stare our own and our loved one's mortality into the face. Sure. You know, for the past year. So then someone actually dies. We can't do the comedy show. It's just like, oh, well. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, no, I guess, I guess it sucks. I guess we'll go do something else. Yeah, it's fucking bizarre, man. Think about this though, too. I wouldn't even compare it with like the with the pandemic. I would say it's the fact that uh, yeah, I said pandemic. I think it's hilarious. Um, the simple fact that like, dude, your your pop died this past year. Yeah, uh, you know, like we have both been around death, and like when you have that personal connection, it hurts, and you eventually get over it. But when it's a complete stranger and you happen to be in the room, you're just like, ah, what an inconvenience. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, I was a little shooken up just because like I clocked him. Yeah, I walked into the room. You know when you walk into a room and you just kind of like look around and see who you're going to be telling jokes to? Right. Not to like tailor your set, but just to like, I don't know, It's of course, it makes sense. You walk in, you look around at these people, and I clocked that table. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, look at those, look at these weird fuckers. They're probably yeah. from like Indiana. <laughs> no one from Nashville is from Nashville. Right. Because, I mean, it's the ultimate migrant town at the, at the yeah. moment. So I'm just like, look at these people, huh? And then 10 minutes later, she just like threw up on her table went to die in a threw up threw up on the table i don't think you throw up before you have a heart attack yeah i don't know maybe it was poison maybe she was a spy oh yeah she or it was heroin dude it just it, i don't know it also just kind of made me laugh like people 
you just want to have like somewhat of a noble death, you know? Right. A woman's last meal on earth was deep dish pizza in Tennessee. <laughs> At the comedy bar. At the comedy bar. Wow. And yeah, just die in the bathroom. Hey, guys, every moment counts. No shit. Every moment counts. Hey, that lady has something in common with Elvis. That's pretty cool. Died in the best be- restroom. Rest- wow. That is, of course, if you believe Elvis is dead. Do you believe that Elvis is dead? I would love for Elvis to be alive. Don't we all? I would love for Elvis to be alive. At this point, he'd be like 110, wouldn't he? He'd be really old man. He'd be super old. So yeah, yeah. Elvis is dead, but he didn't die when they told us he died. No. Do you think he just wanted to get all the spotlight? He wanted his way out, man. Yeah, it's tough. I love the like the pictures. They're like, this is Elvis at his own memorial service at Graceland, and it's just like a huge fat old man. <laughs> it's like, sure, okay, that's Elvis. Yeah, I believe I'll it. Believe it. I want to believe all of them. I want to believe Tupac's still alive. That I don't believe. Yeah, you think Tupac's gone? Uh, Tupac and Biggie are both dead. It was mishandled by the police. Yeah, but maybe it was mishandled by the police on purpose. No, they're dead. I don't know. There's some pretty convincing pics out there. Oh, yeah? Cuba. What? They move them to Cuba? Yeah. What are you talking about? It could... I don't know. It just... It wouldn't... In the same way that that lady dying in the bathroom was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. I just, with everything that's shaken out in the last 18 months, really the whole Trump presidency and then coming to a head in this last year, I'll just believe anything. Yeah. Oh, guess what? What is it? We have breaking news. Sporting and entertainment events will be available to reopen with 25% maximum indoor capacity and 30% maximum outdoor capacity provided they follow established precautions. This is a start. If the situation improves in spring and summer, this could be expanded from our great daddy, Governor Mike DeWine. Yeah. I mean, just like every other politician, he can suck on my dick. I know. But that's good news. At least it's coming from him. Yeah. It's a start. Which means that every that all the plans are approved, we are opening day. Opening day. We'll thir- have 30%. human fucking beings at it. Hot damn. 30% ain't bad either. Yeah. 30% is enough to be loud. Yeah. 30% is better than 0% in the middle of July. Oh my God. Just the, the loud, carnal growls and moans that i'm gonna let out the first time i get to go to a game i think as soon as i walk yes (laughs) fuck yes yeah freedom i can't wait you know what's gonna happen when i'm gonna walk in there i'm going to cry you'll probably cry a lot yeah like a ton it's gonna be it's gonna be like an ugly loud cry where alicia's is gonna be like oh my god i married it'll, this it'll, man it'll be a sunday where you've been drinking friday and saturday so sunday mornings you're already pretty an emotional guy yeah you know you go into that sunday day game yeah feel your feelings really hard well let's also be upfront too the more that things have felt normal my normal schedule has come back which is drink friday chill saturday i don't go after it it's almost like i put restrictor plates on it's like the daytona 500 yeah you got a governor i got a governor on me and then saturday it's like okay then sunday it's like huh we're good like you know i'm I'm just chill i'm like i gotta work monday fuck yeah so i'm just unbelievable there's there are definitely sometimes there's a few hairs in the turd where i'm fucking (laughs) things happen a few hairs in the turd (laughs) yeah the fuck 
<laughs> I mean, I'm the king of hillbilly sayings. I've never heard that. It's because I just made yeah, it up. Yeah, what does it even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't eat hair? <laughs> I mean, you come out, you're not 100%. There's a couple hairs There's in the turd. turd. Yeah, man. <laughs> it can happen. Sure. You never had a. You never had one graze through the hole, then wrap around and snap? Oh, I've, yeah, that that's delightful. It's nice. Yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah, there's a few hairs in the turd. I'll take it, man. I'm I gonna, love I love a good saying. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking trademark it right now. Well, dude, speaking of trademarking, there's there's got to be a way to get the Billy Special into Great American. Oh, I'm trying to think because I don't think anyone has Gata in Great American. Probably not. Which is a shame. I'll find a way. There's got uh, maybe there's someone there. Ah, oh, dude, I feel like it's pretty easy to get a slab of Geta into a game. Yeah, what if I just bring it? Yeah, just, bring, just bring your own. Just get a fanny pack and bring a slab of Geta in there. Or I'm wearing a jacket. Put it in my uh, my sunglass inside pocket where I used to put smokes. Well, they allow you to like bring little Sammies and stuff. Oh yeah, a little cooler. Yeah, bring yourself a cooler. Yeah, or I'll bring a hot plate. Damn. I'm in the bleachers. I hook it up one of them little battery packs. And you're just cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Grill your, yeah, fry your own eggs. Yeah, there's only 30% of people in the ballpark. I'm in my own pod at that point. You don't think anyone's going to bat an eye to a fucking guy in section 401 grilling up a slab of Gleer's Gat? I don't think so. No, baby. That's the new world. That guy's a survivor. <laughs> I will say 30% is an excellent start, and I'm charged about it. But Me too. I won't be fully happy until I can hug and give high fives to complete strangers yeah we hit a home run yeah i think 30 percent. i mean that's gonna be a while like you have to run down three rows to give someone a high five i'm down uh, me too but you know what else sucks we talked about death there was a big there was a big death in the family daft punk broke up oh yeah that's, that's that's all on you man that that doesn't even begin to move my needle at all I don't know really anything about Daft Punk. Are you serious? Nothing. Our first cat was named Arrow after Aerodynamics that was on Discovery. Nothing. Tooth- nothing for you. Nothing. Man, I have like... I know they wear a helmet. That's that's it? And they're, do you think that they're real robots or fake robots? I don't know. I think that they're just they're just a couple men who like, are really ugly. Y- you're pretty close, yeah. Do we know what they look like? Yeah, they're two ugly French dudes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they're f- ugly Frenchmen. Daft Punk. Daft Punk. No clue. None. Okay. Well, no. They, I mean, t- talk about what it means to you. Oh, man. So much. I mean, like, are we named our first cat after that? Alicia's favorite song of all time is "Digital Love" by Daft Punk. Digital Love sounds like a song a couple robots would make. <laughs> Digital right. Love. Pretty close. Um, but the, the, their sampling power is amazing, and the fact that that duo was together for twenty-eight years and toured twice and said fuck you to everybody and did whatever the fuck they want and we're just the kings of sampling they toured two times yeah do you know how much they got paid their second tour how much each show minimum million bucks that's wild yeah they they didn't give a fuck they were let they were when we talk about like legends quote unquote like oh he's a daft punk is true they are truly legends that we kind of just took for granted yeah for 28 years like they also like ghost produced a bunch of stuff like like Yeezus. They did that stuff. I mean, they obviously did obviously did harder, faster, stronger for Kanye. Um, the stuff with the weekend 
that also like helped put them back on the map but like after watching how they sampled shit and completely broke down songs and rearranged how they created their samples is just beyond nuts i mean they they literally did whatever they wanted and people were like yeah this is fucking great i love a pioneer yeah and that i mean they played that did you watch the video at all the the breakup video no man you really don't give two fucks i don't i don't give one fuck wow you can't even give two you I, didn't know you can be I barely give one i don't give a single fuck about daft punk wow i mean no but like hearing you with your i can appreciate greatness sure but you know two two french dudes with robots it just doesn't it at no point in my life would i have been like drawn to that okay do they make i assume that they not a lot of like acoustic guitar in the robot band no but Is they it all played like a electric lot of- it's like funk and disco. and I do. See, I like some funky disco. I probably know Daft Punk songs. Get Lucky. Yeah. That's Daft Punk. Yeah, that's a fine song. That's a fine song. <laughs> it's a fine song. <laughs> yeah. Up All Night to Get Lucky in my goddamn robot hat. Cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were robot helmets and they became mainstream and did whatever the fuck they wanted. <sighs> Took them three years to make that album with all the sampling they did. It's insane. Played all the... Inst- I get it. No, salute to I him, am, man. You know what? I'm spinning in the mud here. Salute to him. Like, nope. It's a salute, I but <laughs> I don't know, man. It's not my thing. That's fine. That's the one... I'll play, I'll play something for you when we're done here that might change your opinion, but the genius that they had like with Alive 2007 is they're like, we can't play all of our songs that people need to hear. So what they did is they just mashed two of the songs together and sampled themselves. That's genius. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. It's insane. Sampled themselves without people knowing the sample? With them knowing, like they would... Well, I mean... No, but I'm saying like they sampled a song that people didn't know. That they would know, like, okay, so here's how it goes. Like they sampled to to create the songs and stuff, right? And they sampling that way. On top of that, they would take two of their songs, let's say, um, uh, Television Rules the Nation, mixed with Crescendals, another song, and then they mashed those two together to make one track that they played live. One song. One song. Multiple songs. So they could get it all done. How fucking... That's that's insane. It's pretty cool. I mean, you hear of melodies, but you don't hear of like a band fool doing that for an hour and a half. No, never heard of it. Fucking bonkers! They were, they were so fucking good. So why are they uh, t- hanging up the old robot helmet? I think they just been together twenty eight years, and they're just like, ah, they're over it. I mean, I you know if you do something for twenty eight years and you have reached the pinnacle, I mean they won Grammy the last time they put out an album. They won the Grammy for record of the year and album of the year. Yeah. I mean, does it get much better? And then having the critical success of being number one on the charts with Kanye and The Weeknd, like. What else can you fucking do? They're big timers, man. Old Daft Punk, probably the greatest robot head-wearing trio of all time. <laughs> it's a duo. duo. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the first... Like, my dad and I used to listen to their first album all the time in the car when Dang, I was seven. Billy DeVo- Bill DeVore listens. Loves Daft Punk. Yeah, dude, that's a big fucking deal in the DeVore household wow. going on both sides here. Going my side and her side. It's a big week, man. It's a huge week. Man, the video was sad. They like, they were in the desert. One, they were walking together. Then one of them stops, 
And then he like the other one keeps walking. He turns around, looks, and he just like hangs his head down and turns around. He takes the fucking Daft Punk logo off the back, and like there's a little box. He flips the switch, and then the other one just starts walking, and it's like counting down. And after the sixty seconds, the one just stops and looks at him, and then just explodes in the desert. Any chance that this is like a thing where they're gonna they're planning a comeback? It's like a marketing thing. Also something i considered yeah i mean i wouldn't be shocked like you know they call it quits they go full gronkowski oh uh, i wouldn't say come back in a year i say they do the lcd sound system where they come back in like five or six years and they kind of do their solo thing and then they just tour again with the, the shit they have so is one of them daft and one of them punk no but i do like the joke <laughs> so got- is he just gonna tour it's just like Welcome your next act, Daft, the robot <laughs> headman. It's Daft, and it's just like an you open. You might know him from Daft Punk, but this is Daft, Daft. Thrash Metal. <laughs> He's actually, when Daft shows up, all he does is he brings a window and opens it and then just head bumps in front of it. Boom, that's Ooh, it. Daft. That's, oh, Daft? Oh, I'm thinking Draft. Draft. Fuck. You're thinking Draft. God damn it. You gotta throw, you gotta throw an R in there. Motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, but you know what's so funny is I know so little about Daft Punk. I was just like, sure. man, that's a weird thing to do. <laughs> but I guess a robot would enjoy a nice Daft coming through the window. Oh, probably, for sure, 100%. God damn it. That's funny, man. But Did they wear like, go ahead, keep talking about Daft Punk. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not, I'm not shitting on it. Okay. I want to learn more. Okay, uh, so what I think is that they come back and they do that tour in like six years and just play the bangers and make a shit ton Four of money. Four million a show? Minimum. Five to ten in that range. So they've been doing it for 28 years? Yeah. How old are they? Mid, four, mid to late 40s. So they just got started when they were like in their early 20s? Yeah. And just took over the world? Yeah, and think about this. 28. There, there are two years of my life that Daft Punk did not exist until now. That's wild. That's th- th- right. Think Especially about that. Especially to do all that and to be a filthy, stinky Frenchman. <laughs> I know. I can relate with it. Yeah, dude. See, that's wild that you like a French person so much. Why? The fucking French. I'm French. You're Jewish. Devore is French. <laughs> <The> devil. Devore. <laughs> Yeah, dude. It, but it's also crazy that I don't like wine, so... <laughs> Fuck the French. <laughs> okay, now he, now you're starting to sound like Alicia. Fuck she, the French, Well, she dude. does fuck the French, you know what I mean? Come on. Yeah, dude. You, you just claim all these whitenesses. Yeah, I have to have all of them to get it paying attention to <laughs> yeah. at this point. Yeah. I'm every kind of white. I'm all the white! I'm goddamn Kentuckian. <laughs> you know what? I'm cream, I'm eggshell, I'm all of them. Off-white too funny some off-whites 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 is a uh, very popular brand of sneaker wouldn't you say you know what that is a very popular pair of sneak sneaks you probably i don't know off-whites are uh quite coveted they're kind of hard to find if you know i wish that there was like a place that you could go with like a large sneaker catalog to choose from and you may want to make sure it's authenticated, right? Yeah, you don't want no fake off-whites. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go cop the pair you've been eyeing. 
And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you, so you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money for... Sneakers. Sneakers. Sneak, sneak. Sneak, sneak. Check out ebay.com slash sneakers today. And if you can prove it to us somehow, then you put yourself in the running for a sweet pair of custom Air Force One sneakies. Sneak, sneak. And yeah, that would be a good thing. Solid read. Thank you. You nailed it. I appreciate that. Would you? Uh, how much money would you put down that Daft Punk comes back by the year 2027? I would put a fair amount of money on it. Yeah, and I think that, that this is actually a play thing that you could bet on uh, over at Bet Online. Hey! Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Football's over, but you got NBA, college basketball, and the NHL there in full swing. Major League Baseball right around the corner. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Maybe even French <laughs> robot bands. <laughs> Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you. You can imagine, and Bet Online has you covered on all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Boom! Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert. Armchair. Armchair. <laughs> yeah. That was a good forward. read, too. Hey, great read, buddy. Thanks, friend. I appreciate great that. Great job. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to play use some Daft Punk. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm down. Okay, last thing. I went to go look up, because this is like the perfect time to sell Daft Punk stuff, right? Because okay. you know, break up, you know, that's like when someone dies is the perfect time to sell some shit. That's like, because, you know, people are mourning the loss. I went to go try and find the one vinyl I'm missing from them, which is Alive 2007, that I really want. It is at minimum $400. Damn. And I was like, I thought that the Mike Snow album I wanted, their first album, which is $200, was expensive. Mike Snow? Yeah, it's a weird Swedish uh, alt-pop group. It, long story. Indie. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships... The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. 
My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows pop stuff yeah that no one really gives two shits about so except for you man. except for me and like maybe five other people you're a fanboy you're a real collector of things i'm a collector of things i like when i really like something i want to have all of it you've got the you've got your vinyl you've got yeah. your bobblies yeah what, what else do you collect it's about it actually to be honest beers yeah, I do seller. Seller beers. Yeah, seller stouts. But no, I mean, like, with my vinyls, like, I have everything Kanye, including, like, bootleg mixtapes on vinyl. Hell yeah. Thanks to John Holmes Lives. That's right. My hero. Your so, sweet, sweet man. He's the man. We did the, uh, we, um, we did the Bond Pod together this week. Oh, yeah. So, uh, hopefully, we were, su- we were supposed to launch March 1st, but I haven't heard anything. So it might be later, and I might, you know, just... I don't know. i got to wait to hear back from... Get that anticipation up, baby. Daddy Steve. It's only a good thing. Yes. Yes. So... Well, John Holmes can do a lot. 
Do you think he can play shortstop at a major league level? At this point, yeah. I think anybody could. Maybe. I, I could. Do you want to go try out Throw for the Throw anyone Reds? out there. <laughs> yeah. My knee, like I said up top, my knee's a little wonky, but if I could pass a physical, I'd like to try out for Reds shortstop position. I couldn't pass a physical. I think I broke my elbow. Oh, really? I chi- like chipped my elbow. Would you fall on some ice? I think so. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I woke up last Saturday morning. I'm like, oh, my elbow's sore. And I've been feeling around. Like, it doesn't hurt as much, but you can definitely feel there's a chunk missing. There, oh, for real? Oh, yeah. And you no recollection? None. At whatsoever. Any other part of your body hurt? Like, if your ass hurt really bad, then it might say you fell. If my ass hurt really bad, it sounds like I had a great fucking time. Boom, there it is. Fuck yeah. Went out there, had him a nice one. With these bars <laughs> closing at 2 o'clock, Billy's about to have a whole lot more mystery injuries. Oh, God, no. You know what it is? It's now I'm pacing myself instead of sitting here in front of a Zoom call and chugging a case of Corona seltzers. It's like, I have to go to like... Yeah, I'll take two here, places. two there, two here. Yeah, it's a Mo- great time. Morgan and I, my sweet lady, uh, her birthday was last night. We went and did uh, duck pin bowling. Oh, it pins? It's so fucking fun. Oh, it's the best. Duck pin bowling is the shit. It's one of my favorite things. What a great pastime. And it's cheap down there. It's six bucks a game. Yeah, you can't beat that. No, that's a drink. You get four people down there. Yeah. Four people, two on each lane. Man, mm-hmm. that that was fun as hell. Yeah. it's a Maybe gr- we'll do that this week. And their drinks are good. Good drinks. Great drinks. We went with to Holmes with the 16-bit. There you go. That was fun. It was it was uh, the Sunday where they let kids in. <laughs> So it was my favorite day. Yeah. God Get damn. the whole family in there. Woo! The kids running around with their mask off. I'm like, ah. Mm. Look at those beautiful little faces. I'm like, ooh, mouths. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Billy. I've got a spe- chili special named after me, kids. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, but I don't know if uh, Holmes could play shortstop or if me or you could play shortstop, but one sexy little thing that has been floated out there in the Twitterverse is our our, our boy, Eugenio. Eugenio Suarez. Eugenio, man. Alicia's hall pass. Yeah, Alicia's hall pass. I feel, a lot of people's hall pass, especially. He came back. He what he say? He cut out the arepas and the beer. beer. He's lost fifteen pounds. He looks good. He's felt. Can we also say this though? He lost the fifteen pounds, but gained a goatee. I hate that. Not a goatee guy. Not a goatee guy. What I don't know. I feel like a you know Venezuelans get a bit of a pass. Mm-mm. No, not no goatees. I mean, okay. The only people who get goatee passes are like Tyrese. He gets a pass. Mark McGuire got a pass. No, his is bad. His, I mean, okay, I will give you that. His did look good. Yeah. It made sense. It was like the it time period. Face. And the time period. Yeah. 1998, goatee for sure. But someone's got to bring back the goatee. He, Gino, you know, was at the forefront of the bleached hair. No one has to bring back the goatee. Man, my guy is 5'11", 190 right now. It's goatee body. <sighs> That's not... Uh, it doesn't look right on his face. Pool holes can pull it off. Pool holes, great goatee. Pool holes has a great goatee. Smoltz. Mark McGuire. Yeah, Smoltz. That's the time period. Late, yeah. Mid to late 90s. That's yeah. like goatee. That's peak goatee. Yeah. When I think of a goatee now, I think of a giant beer gut, an Ohio State t-shirt, receding hairline, cargo shorts in January... Pointing and yelling at the TV. Well, that's well, that's why Gino's trying to take it back. Because I agree. I think goatees are generally not a good look. No. 
And I would prefer it if he would just take that off right there, have himself a nice little handlebar. Yeah. But I don't know. I support Gino, man. I think it's a bold move, him coming out of the gate with a goatee. Yeah. Especially after, you know, goatee, shortstop. Simeon had a goatee. He can pull he can pull it off too. He looks good with it. I think it's just most white dudes can't pull off a goatee. Yeah, that's fact. Good okay. thing Gino's not that. Thank God he's not. And yes, I you know what? If Kyle Holder or, or Kyle Far or Kyle Farmer came out with goatees. No, thank you. That's bad. That's a bad You gotta look. have a little Latin flair if you want to have a goatee. Yeah, and you also have to have that fun little cross earring Gino has. Yeah, love the dangly earring. Come on. I'm telling you, dude, I fucking i just don't hate the idea of him playing shortstop for us i don't either you know that's what he came up as and he's lost the weight he can probably still hit dangers yeah that's not going to change his swing i'm okay with it i think i could live with that do i think it's the actual plan no i think he was just taking grounders there would i like it for sure and it's what we were kind of talking about before we recorded is it's like infielders now are you know there are guys out there who identify as like you utility guy mm-hmm. you know vr who the mets he went to play six positions for them sure or we you know even a guy like farmer or something like that but like these infielders and i know that different spots on the field they're different trajectories and the, you know there are very you know the the skill set of a second baseman is very different from the skill set of a third baseman yeah but not that much different no with all the shifts man when's the last time gino's just like all right here i am at third base he's fucking playing shortstop most of the time yeah and they moved him over there yeah exactly so and so if he's in shortstop a lefty comes up now he's literally playing where the second baseman plays right if he was at third base he'd be playing where the shortstop plays right so it's like it's it's the game has changed a lot and like infielders to me are just infielders i agree minus first base i I don't know you can there definitely is different skill sets for sure shortstops look different they typically move different they have the most athletic guy on the field now they the guy he has to have range to his right yeah and think about it gino's already covered that half with playing third yeah and most of the time he will cut off the shortstop anyway to get a ground ball yeah i don't hate it i don't hate it and it does just feel it goes against like traditional beliefs. Yeah, you know, because if it, if he were just a stopgap, which he is, mm-hmm. any shortstop is a stopgap for us to get to Jose. Correct. Then you're like, oh well, so what? You're just going to move him back to third next season? Yeah, sure. Or it's a stopgap to Jonathan India. Right. Who knows what? What if he mashes? What if he mashes this spring? You're like, sure, put him there. Why the fuck not? That, that, I mean, that's a realistic move, too. And also, don't forget about Pretty Boy Blandino. If he has a hell of a spring. There's, he could get some reps. I think but, Gino I think to Gino shortstop. It. I think Gino is fun. But even if we're like, all right, Gino's our shortstop. I still see it being a carousel. Like, Gino could, you know, we slide him over to third base on mm-hmm. some days, and Moose goes back to second, or Moose stays at second. Like, right. I, Gino at shortstop does just open up a lot of opportunities for our team. Yes. I think it gives Shogo more solid playing time. Because mm-hmm. C. Trent just tweeted that Bell came out and said, Nick Zell's our everyday center fielder. That's bonkers to I don't, me. I don't 
I don't like that. I don't either. I think that if you if you can unlock the infield by putting Gino at short, you keep Moose at second because you know what? Fuck it. It's it's not it's not that crazy of a position for him. He played it well when he could play last year. I, yeah. I, I, I the like we've talked about with the shifting, it's changed. Then you can put Senzel's natural position at third base. I know. And when you go down and, and like with all the numbers that are available today, it's really easy to just point at a guy and just be like, oh, well, this number's all out of whack. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I believe in the numbers, but like at the end of the day, man, these guys are they're professional baseball players. Sure. You put them on a field, whether he's sitting at third base or shortstop or whether he's at second base, Gino's not get, like letting balls go through his, the fucking wickets. No. You know, most of Gino's errors are coming from third base and he throws it into the front row of seats. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, Sinzel, he's been training so hard in the outfield, I can be like, ah, oh, yeah, it's kind of weird to throw him at third base, but then also, fuck it. Who cares? It's not going to be glaring, dude. A no. bad fielding percentage is like 960. Yeah, and guess what? You know, dude, that's not, that's not, you're not losing a ton of games because of that. And we were already there last year. Already there. Already didn't have one. Right. I'm with you. I am 100% with you. Let's not fucking overthink this, man. Throw our guns out there. I want Shogo to get reps in center. Yeah. I I mean, dude. Stinky Winky and left. I do like Stinky Winky and left because his glove isn't that bad, but... If we could just go ahead and get the fucking ruling on the DH in the National League, which you just fully have to assume they're going to keep the DH in the National League. You you think truly, it'll come. Truly mind-boggling that they haven't come out with that news yet. I think it's one of the things that the players union is holding on to knowing they don't want to give it up knowing that the 20 the you know the the uh the contract negotiations are coming up. Yeah. Which that's a whole other fucking bag of kittens that's on fucking fire. Yes, an oil-soaked bag of kittens. Is oh boy. But I think that eventually before the start of the season it'll happen. I, I the, there's no way. You can't You can't after last year. You can't just fuck it up that bad. And the fact that you only had 60 games last year, and you're like, all right, pitcher's hit again. No. No. Every major league team should be operating knowing that there will be a DH. And there, I think that there will, that eventually there will be a concession, and there will be. I can't imagine that Bell would come out and say, Sinzel's our everyday center fielder without operating under the idea that you can still have Shogo in your lineup every day while pinch hitting for, or uh, DHing with Stinky Winkman. Right. But then who does he hit for? Yeah. I mean, do, do, do you take Shogo out of the lineup then? No. Because, fuck that, you don't no. sign him four years, 30 million, because he's a solid-ass left fielder. No, you put him, you know, you sign him to play He's a contact day. guy. He's, he's, dude, no, Shogo... I, I'm just I whether I'm grasping for straws of optimism, I don't think I am. Like I'm so fucking excited to see what Shogo Akiyama could be as an everyday play, major league baseball player. I think that I'm with you. I'm with you 100 percent because who else is going to bat lead off in this order? Right. No one. No one. No. No sp- one should. No, you can't put Joey there anymore. Fuck no. You know, just a couple years ago, even points last season, it made sense when he was on base all the time. Yeah. But like a complete liability on the base paths, Mm -hmm. not with his brain, but with just his legs. Legs. He's not a traditional leadoff guy. No. Um, I don't even, I don't really like Senzel in that leadoff spot. I don't either. He has too much opposite power and he's somebody you can put down lower in the lineup too to create some havoc. Right. So Shogo's our leadoff. 
Right. You, I mean, you, you just go around the f- whole fucking field. Let's go around the horn, assuming... Let's do this lineup. I'm going to do... I already have mine locked in, knowing that Gino is a short. Just just accepting the fact and saying, hey, Eugenio Suarez could be, and in this lineup, will be the starting shortstop. Or, yeah, in this, in this situation, Gino's our shortstop. And that there is a DH. Yes. Okay. You've got Shogo leading off, right? Two, you could, there's a lot of ways you could go. You could almost go back to back. You could go, Shogo, get on, Senzel, fucking, let's see if you can get on and move him. Yeah. Stinky Winky. That's a lot of speed in your one, two. That's a ton of speed. Yeah. That could fuck shit up on the bit. Yeah. Dude, how cool would that be? Yes. Love that idea. Love it. Shogo, Senzel. Shogo playing uh, center. Center, right. Senzel at third. Senzel at third. Then you follow that up with Castellanos as your three. Right fielder. Your four is uh, Gino. Your five is Moose. Your six is Joseph Daniel. Your seven is... Who am I forgetting here? You're forgetting a DH. I'm forgetting a DH. Stinky Winky, that low in the lineup? Holy shit, I might have to... Uh, I know, man. When you go through and do that math in your head, there's a bunch of like, there's so really many ways. fun scenarios to play out. Wow. I mean, you just, you just listed off a pretty lethal offense and left Jesse Winker out of it. Shit. So you then know? you go, wait, let me do this over again then. Shogo, you go Winker 2. 3 would be... Uh, who did I have? What am I, where am I speaking? Castellanos. Castellanos. Gino. Gino. Moose. Moose. Vado. Senzel. Who's your 8? Your 8 would be then... Uh, wow, I'm lo- really losing it here. It's the, the DH makes it tricky. Who's your 8? Like, Tucker? Yeah, Tucker, then your nine is... Who the fuck? Where am, who am I forgetting on the base pass, right? Who am I fucking forgetting? You went first, Joey, second, Moose, yeah. Gino, Cinzi, Castellanos, Oops. Shogo, Winker. Tucker. Tucker. Well, that's nine because not all of them are in the field. Right. Yeah. That would be it. That's your lineup. That's your lineup. But who do you DH for? I mean, see, it's like that's the thing. I guess Tucker would probably get DH'd for a lot if, you know, because his glove is his number one thing he's bringing to the table. Right. What, you know, what fucking happens? Tyler Stevenson comes out out of his goddamn mind, and you're like, he's got to be in the five or six hole. Right. You know, there's a lot of stuff that could happen. I mean, they're even talking about. Hunter Green is like down there fighting for a job on our roster. That's o- opening fucking day. Yeah, as the f- as the fucking five. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that man. I don't either. Sonny Luis Mally. I'm 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 now trying to think. It's bothering. It's bothering me. It's really bothering so me. So write it down. Here we go. I'm writing it down. Show goes your leadoff in center field, followed by Winker, your DH. Nikki Castellanos in right field. Right, in right field. And then you've got Gino at short. And then you have Votto at first. Moose. Moose at second. Uh, Senzel. Yeah. Senzel at third. Um... Who's playing left field for the Reds? 
If if Winker is DHing and not in the field, correct. I don't know. I mean, we've got a couple couple decent options. Who's that kid that we just picked up recently? Naquin. Naquin. You can go with this. That's where I, that's where I was getting confused, and just ripping this on air and just like tripping over myself. Aquino, Naquin, and um, it, it's not Dennis Smith Jr. It who I just Den- it's Dennis Smith Jr. It is. Yeah, because I just talked about it last night with uh, Wavera. Okay, and that's your left fielder, Aquino, Naquin, or Dennis Smith Jr. Followed by a combination of. Now, this is also where it gets interesting. Tucker and uh, Stevenson. Yeah. Now, you could also move Stevenson up higher in that lineup and drop your left fielder down. Pretty interesting. There's a lot. There's a lot. But that's also saying... That is also accepting and saying that... Gino's at short. Correct. If not, then you have the normal lineup and you have Shogo in left, Senzel in center and Winker's your DH. And Farmer's down there working his ass off. He looks like he's retooled his swing. Yep. I mean, you sent me that article uh, the from The Athletic about Votto's new approach going there. It's like... Yeah. I mean, Votto going up and saying like, I'm going to sacrifice striking out for power. I'm like, that's... That is the move. It's the move. You're in the twilight of it, baby. Yeah. Go up there and smack some dingers into the river. Yeah. Get all these stupid slack jaws from fucking Hamilton to just finally be like, he's hitting home runs. He's, di- he's hitting dingers. Yeah, exactly. But they would find a way to bitch about him striking out more. Man, he's only hitting 30 home runs a year. We pay him $25 million. What a goddamn waste of money. Yeah, no. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Fucking Shut up, Cletus. Foons. Stupid fucking dingus. I ugh, oi. They fucking infuriate me. No, but I mean, okay, so let's say Gino doesn't play short for us. Okay, let's say that doesn't happen, and you have you've 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 come around with the two Kyles a little bit, a little bit, and I I, I don't know how much I would have to see it, but D Strange Gordon, I I don't know, I have to see it. A lot of pieces, baby. I mean, it's like, what do you want? Do you want? There is something to there is some like credit to give to just having like a really fun spring yeah where a lot can shake down right obviously it'd be really fun to be a padres fan and be like he's here he's here he's here we are fucking locked and loaded and let's fucking go um did you see the rumors about yelich yeah that can't be real i who who do they have to deal they still have like eight of their top 10 prospects that is so crazy there's no way they go out and get yelich I, you know what? At this point, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. We After were, everything that's panned out. Yeah, I mean, were, were you? I mean, how shocked were you when fucking? I mean, when they got Darvish they and got Snell in the same day, in the same, in the same, within forty eight hours. Yeah, I, I was shocked about Snell for sure. You, I was like, okay, they get, get he's got to be moved because the Cubs are trying to slash payroll. But like, I honestly, at this point, Preller likes to put his foot on the gas. And he said he's not done. Well, dude, take Yelich. Have him. Take him. You can have him, and then guess what? The division is between us and the Cardinals. Yeah, straight up. Straight up at that point. I'm not worried. Yeah, because Yelich is, I mean, easy top three guy in our division. Top five in all of baseball. Yeah, yeah. Absolute stud. Here is also something you can think about. Put this in your back pocket, too, with shortstop. Say we're, you know, 45, 50 games into it. We're close, and it's like... 
literally the only thing we still need is a shortstop. And it's like, man, we could actually not just take this division, but really start running. Yeah. Then you trade for Story. Yes. And you get him for cheap. Look, the fucking Rockies are paying. Yeah. For him to be in a St. Louis Cardinals uniform. Arenado, yeah. Yeah. Cool. You can have Gutierrez and some money. Yeah, we hop out and after 50 games, we've won 30 games, 32 games. Yeah. That's extremely optimistic. Extremely. But I'm just saying, it. after 50 games, where do we have to be to go out and get story for for the rest of the season out alone? Mm. Like, where, like, what is the... You know, what's the margins on that? What Two what, out? What is it worth? I think it's worth... I don't think it's worth Lodolo. I don't think it's worth Green. No. I don't think it's worth Hendricks. No, but I don't think we have to give those names up if the Arenado trade is any fucking semblance, especially oh, in the middle of the season. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, we're we're 30 games out. Yeah. Because they are, they are just... They are in the fucking murderer's row. Yeah, they're screwed. And yeah. they're not going to compete for a while. I know. So, if I'm... Dude, if I, and also don't forget about Jeff Hoffman competing for the back of the rotation spot too. Yeah. Um, man, I really I think you know you can get you can get rid of a top ten in our like lower half like seven to ten in our in our farm system to possibly get him. So that's not that's something that's not out of the question. No, it's no, it's on the table. Yeah, I'm, I, dude. Uh, I just. I have some faith once the season starts and the f- here's the other part of the faith I have too is now that they can allow people into the stands ownership will start to quote unquote start making money right back. right 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 so once they see that revenue start to come in then they might pull the trigger and fucking do something yeah so it's on the table man yeah I'm geeked. I can't fucking wait, dude. We're going to get to go to games. Yeah, it's going to happen. Like, it's real. It's fucking, it's actually real. We're going to get to go to games. They're they're out in Arizona right now actively playing. Yeah. I mean, right now, I mean, they, they might be over. With, I don't know what the time change is, but still. Two hours. Yeah, okay. Also, think about this, man, where we were about a year ago around this time. We were getting psyched. We were getting ready. It was a couple weeks away. And, uh... Oh wow, yeah. And then it stopped. Opening day. Ugh. But now we get to go. We've waited this long and now it's like with the team that they build at the end of twenty nine the year twenty nineteen and beginning of twenty twenty, we finally get to see it with our own two fucking eyes on the blades of grass at G A B P. Yeah. Come on. That's to lay your eyes on Castellanos with a deep drive to left field. <laughs> I can't fucking wait, man. I can't wait. Me too, dude. Me fucking too. But I, I like, if worse comes to worse, I'm okay. I can live with a farmer holder situation and seeing where it plays out. And if it is a glaring problem and they have to go make the move, then I think I have faith that they will go and make the move. Yeah. So. I do too, man. I feel good. And and Saturday's the first spring training game. Hell yes. Mm. Mm. You get to yes. watch it. And you, did you see who's starting that game? Jose De Leon. JDL, baby. And just after he's been tearing it up. Did you see that curveball that it's he... It's pretty fucking wicked, man. No, I'm geeked. I'm beyond They're geeked. throwing him out there, you know, spring training, opening day starter. That is that is some belief. That is some excitement. That's everything. towards that kid. Awesome. I love the idea of just there being a bit... Obviously, you want your pieces. And I talked about it before, and we, you know... I do like a gauntlet type setup. I do like a t- I do like lots of people fighting 
for a spot on the team. Yeah. I, I mean, you've got your stalwarts who are just, you know, not worried about it. Sure. Your corners in your outfield and your infield. Mm-hmm. You know, you got you, But, like, everyone else, dude, I mean, Hunter Green's down there working, dude. Yeah. Hunter Green's down there working. Yeah. India's down there working. Everyone's, everyone's pushing each other. Yeah. I, I, I fuck heavy with it, man. I do, too. A couple one-two Kyles and a D-Strange Gordon. <laughs> I'm into it. Did you see the jersey? The, the Strange Gordon one? Yeah. Oh, it's full Concepcion. I want it. Yeah, Strange Gordon is a cool jersey. And it just fucking loops around. Yeah, like it's a, like, like from a... oblique to oblique. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got serious Concepcion vibes. I'll, I'll, I would drop 120 to get one of those. Yeah, just to get a guy who might not even make the team. But with a hilarious jersey. Strange Gordon. Strange Gordon. Still need to get the story behind why he did that. I, I need to get it, too. D. Gordon. Know. It was D. Gordon for it. Ever now it's D Strange Gordon, D Strange Gordon, D Strange Nuts. Yeah, man, that's what I got. Weirder things have happened. They have, they truly have. Well, I ju- I just hope that Yelich gets dealt, uh, so we can just watch please. that Western Division because that would that's amazing. I can't wait to watch it. I got I got MLB TV again this year for free. Truly a super team. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I love the fact that the Cubs are probably going to suck. I love the fact that the Mariners president came out and said all that bullshit. Wow, really put his foot in his mouth. He said something, huh? He came out and he said, yeah, Jared Kelnick, probably not going to be ready till 2022. We don't want to start the clock on him. He said this at a Rotary meeting over a Zoom, just like that no one else would hear it except for the Seattle Rotary Club. You can't just say that. Like We always guessed and we were like, yeah, they're holding him down. Like, duh, you don't want to start the clock. Like, come on. This fucker came out and actually said it. Came out and finitely said we are not we are waiting till we got another guy who's not coming up till 2023 foolish beyond foolish yeah it's fucking wild he he fucking got fired so maybe because the players union is now looking at that and they've just got big old hardies oh yeah so do you think we will see an influx in teams bringing up these guys that we're excited about i don't I don't think you're going to see an influx, but here's what I do see what's going to happen. They're taking that to the fucking to the fucking hearing, and I think the service time clock shit's about to, that all of that's about to fucking change. Yeah. The owners are about to have to start paying out the wazoo for these kids who have like huge upside. Massive upside. Yeah. Do you see that shit about Tatis? No. So you know he signed that mega deal. Yeah. He signed a deal with some kind of like upfront, some kind of sports agency, and he's got to pay him $27 million because they get a percentage if he re signs. They like duped him. Damn. Hire Luba. Yeah. What about this Trevor Bauer shit on Twitter? What now? Him going back and forth with Syndergaard and oh, Strowman and that, stuff. That was so great. And like people are just, you know. I think it's horseshit to like dredge stuff up and be like, oh, look, he's a racist person. Yeah. Like that, that holds no water for me. But it really, it, it, I hate to see it and then I love to see it. Love that to see it. The, the evolution that we had on this podcast projected onto like the whole baseball world as a whole. Yeah. Everyone was just kind of like, you're fucking annoying, dude. Yeah. Come on. You're annoying. The worst. And then you, it's just like them just beating down on, even though he, he's trying to do the right thing with momentum, but it's also still just propelling him. 
more players should do it. If it wasn't just him doing yeah. the momentum stuff and like actually building their brand, which also I don't think a lot of ball players are interested in that. The transparency thing is cool, but then also, man, I respect I respect like across the board athletes obviously because most people do this, but like like comics, yeah, to bring it into our world. I think I prefer just the silent fucking killer. Yeah, me just too. Just get good and yeah. be good and show up and fucking rip. Yeah, be but undeniable. It doesn't need to be a 24-7 round-the-clock peek into your life. No, I'm good. I'm good on that. Like, I appreciate the idea of vlogging and stuff like that, but, like, I don't. <coughs> Bless you. I've never watched a vlog in my life. The only things I've watched are, like, Trevor's things. Yeah, never. Yeah, never During watched the season. One. Because that was like the closest we got to being in a ballpark. Yeah, those were cool. But like, I don't, I'm not interested in what your 24 hour process is. I don't care what you're having for breakfast. No. I don't care how many. And I'm not like some sully little pessimist because of that either. No, you're it's, not. You know, it's just like, it's enough. My, my day and my life for the most part is confusing and difficult enough. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to be brought into every aspect of yours. And Rachel Luba, I mean, I think that she's great. I think I highly question who she is, the fact that she's like in love with Trevor Bauer and dating him. Right. That's a little weird. But, you know, to each their own, man. Right. Sorry. No, but it is. It's been funny to see Bauer's stock fall. Yeah. Just like his, you know, him as a person. Right. People are just kind of annoyed by him. So unbelievably and He's annoyed. out in Los Angeles and everyone's just like, man, what? Yeah. Talk about trans people. <laughs> you know? Right. Jeez Louise. Uh, yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, man. Do you have anything on the, uh, have anything slated? Yeah. Bond with friends. Uh, check that out. That's coming out soon. Supposedly March 1st. Aside from that, I'm, I'm fucking free free as a dove but the freedom feels better now doesn't it yes it feel like it doesn't feel like as much of a prison i feel like you know we're more and more stuff is going to start happening and that's exciting yes yeah man that's what we got baby that's it so thank you for listening dude stay optimistic the reds are going to be okay and uh when bond with friends drops subscribe to that shit sounds like a plan let's fucking do it and go you know what else Go and get yourself a Billy Special shirt. Go and get yourself a Billy Special shirt. CincyShirts.com. Go to Camp Washington Chile and be like, hey, I want the Billy Special, and they'll fucking give it to you. Yeah, you can do it, and it'll come out on the receipt, and it'll even say you paid for the Billy. You did it. I'm proud of you, bub. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. You're really welcome. Uh, uh, as always, thank you to Armchair Media for being our podcast dad. Thank you to eBay Sneakers for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you to Bet Online for being our premier online sportsbook experts. And as always... Go red legs. And you stay nasty. Oh, and thank you, Live CBD. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.